Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. How are you? Welcome I'm good, thanks. I am excited for today's episode. Same. Yes, as am I. Welcome, everybody. Um, for those of you that are new to our podcast, my name is Anand, and this is my, my beautiful friend, Margarita Arti from Love Yoga. Again, we'll have the links in display. Um, is there anything you would like to add before we delve into today's topic? Um, <laughs> let's maybe get the email right this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So, again, that was, that was amusing last time. So, our email address, folks, is not chitchat at gmail.com, which I was so confident about for about four or five times during last, <laughs> the last podcast that we did. So just to correct myself there, our email address, for those of you that would like to reach out to us, again, we've had some interest so far, which is great. So thank you very much for your lovely feedback. The correct email address is chitchatpodcast at gmail.com. I nailed it this time. So chit, C-I-T, chat, C-H-A-T, podcast at gmail.com. So please feel free to send us your feedback, thoughts, questions, either to myself, to Ardi, or to the both of us. Perhaps there's a topic that you'd like us to discuss. Um, I just want to throw it out there that we are trying to show you the authenticity of just real life conversation so this is not something like a facade that we're putting on we're not putting on a front this is just our genuine selves just having a conversation so if there's something you want our honest opinion about because we're two brutally honest people then please feel free to um send it over to us and we'll we'll address it it doesn't matter how taboo it is again we're happy to go there so uh if it's um something that floats your boat then we'll go there Oh yeah, totally. Also because to everybody out there who's listening, they should know that you're probably my go-to person for advice on like, you know, the yoga world and just generally um, how to make yoga part of modern day life. And this is for teachers, but also just yogis and people who really like yoga, but have like some weird notion that yogis are all like tree hugging vegans <laughs> were also really cool people <laughs> aside from that. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I love that. Tree huggers and vegans. It's awesome. It's such a beautiful world. Uh, I yeah. Do um, I do love that kind of perception that people have. It's, it's really sweet. Yeah, let me just, well, since I'll introduce the topic because it kind of ties into something that I wanted to introduce. We are talking about social media today and um, like, because I've been a yoga teacher and Andy as well, a yoga teacher. Um, and it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh yeah, yoga, like, no, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga or like, oh, isn't yoga like sitting on a mat and praying? And it's like, um what do you think yoga is? And so to kind of clear up this massive confusion that a lot of people have regarding yoga, I have written an article on my blog 
Um, and it's called What is Yoga? So you can all head over to www.loveyoga.fit um, to find out if you have any questions. And again, uh, Anand and I are available to answer any of those questions that you may have. Absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, please check it out. Please show your love and support. Again, um, Arti's page is, is fantastic and she's got some beautiful flows and meditations on there as well. So please take the time to, to watch her videos that she's um, again put so much love and energy into and um, like them, share them around and subscribe to her channel. Thank you so much. Love Yoga Fit. Love Yoga is on YouTube. There we go. I'm getting it wrong again. It's Love Yoga. You can find her there through YouTube. Yeah. Um, well, because we are discussing social media. So um, I think it would be cool to just give our listeners our media handles. So on Instagram, I am loveyoga.fit. On YouTube, I think if you just look up Love Yoga, um, you can find me. I don't have enough followers to have my own title in YouTube just yet, but hopefully, <laughs> as in like, it's just a lot of numbers and slashes for right now, but hopefully we'll make it big people um, to earn a title. But um, but yeah, so uh, Anand, do you have social media? You have Instagram, because we're buddies on Instagram. Yeah, I've recently um, started activity on Instagram. I, I signed up to Instagram. Okay, so I previously had a fitness account, but again, I, I veered away from that. So I started um, the Instagram account, summerstay.yoga. Um, <laughs> I love that name, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. That's really sweet. Um, again, it's there's more to it than it just being me replacing the N from Namaste. Summer in yoga um, means balance, um, stasis, and... Oh my gosh, is that why you named it that? I thought it was because your name yeah, is Sam. I mean, yeah, it, was, it kind of works in both ways, really. But um, yeah, I wanted to tie it all in that way. But <laughs> it was the best I could come up with at the time. So, um, so yeah, I wanted to... Uh, just to use that. So I was like, yay, I feel so happy. <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah, I, um, I started getting active on Instagram just this last week, really. So I've um, put a few posts up. Um, so please feel free to check those out. And um, I launched um, another post today with a little bit more information. So I realized the last episode we were speaking about, I was throwing all this Sanskrit and lots of these words around without really kind of referencing too much about it. So I apologize for anyone that was kind of like, where's that coming from? And where do we go to look at that? Um, so my post today was uh, about Pratyahara, which is the fifth limb of the Ashtanga system. So Ashtanga is something that differentiates and veers away from Ashtanga yoga um, in terms of Ashtanga Vinyasa, which is the, the physical practice. Um, so just very, very quickly, um, looking up Ashtanga, eight limbs in the yoga sutras by Patanjali. Um, again, you can find many good translations on that. So that covers the, the yamas and niyamas that we were talking about last episode. I'm a big fan of the yamas and niyamas. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, me too. Absolutely. They're really big, for sure. Um, also, again, if you have any questions about the last episode, any uncertainties because of these words and things that we're throwing around so freely, again, sometimes we forget that many of us don't actually know much Sanskrit or anything at all. And that's completely fine and understandable, and that's cool. Um, so we're more than happy to explain that. So just wanted to throw that out there before we get into it. Um, but bringing this back to you, Arti, because you've been on social media for quite a little while. I've been following your Instagram account for some time um, and I've watched it grow and grow and grow. And um, I just think that, you know, the content that you have on there is, is fabulous. And it's such a good means of um, marketing yourself. So what's what's your approach to the whole social media system again it can be facebook youtube instagram you have all three and you've got a website as well um so you're really active in social media and i really commend and admire that so what's your your take on it all ah uh, thanks yeah i have been really active on social media like i had twitter basically the first day that twitter came out and um yeah like i I used to and also got Instagram. I was kind of like a late comer to Instagram, but what happened was um, I used to have a blog before I was a yoga teacher. I used to have a blog called the domestic goddess and um, for some reason, it would be really embarrassing for me to post pictures of myself on Instagram and on the blog and stuff. So I would only use social media to kind of, like post pretty pictures of the park or of a cake that I made or things like that. But then I realized that also it's a great way to, I don't want to say show off, but I want to say show who you are. And it's funny because ever since I started getting more involved with yoga, I started having more confidence to post myself on social media, like myself physically. Um, which is kind of an interesting transformation because uh, social media can also be really scary, I think, to put yourself out there because, you know, you are opening yourself up to comments and to people judging, which is, I think, what is the most scary thing. Other people telling you what's okay and what's not okay. Um, so, yeah, I think social media is like a huge, it can go both ways. It can be really helpful and also really dangerous because you can start comparing yourself or, you know, or addicted. I've also had problems, especially during this quarantine with social media addiction. It's really hard to get off your phone sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think the main thing that's really helped me in social media is use it as total inspiration um, because I love seeing what other people around the world are doing. And I actually, um, we have a special guest today and I actually met her thanks to social media. So um, yeah, I really am happy that we were able to dedicate a whole episode to something that's I think really helped yoga evolve in today's world. So without further ado, I would like to introduce our special guest, Emer Kelly. Hi. Oh, hi. Oh, wow. Hey. How are you? 
Good, how are you? Very good. Love your hair. Oh, thanks. We dressed up for you. Oh my god, I feel like I'm dressed up enough. <laughs> um, so Sam, this is Emer. Emer, this is Sam. Nice to Hi, meet Ema. you. Nice to meet you officially. How are you both? How do you know each other? Sam was my very first teacher in my first teacher training. Oh wow, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Lots of love. Yeah. <laughs> and are you are you based? Uh, is it? Are you in Canary Islands? Tenerife, yeah, right? we're both in Tenerife. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Except Sam, I mean, well, you can explain what you do, but he still is a teacher for teacher trainings. Okay, cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've got a, a nice little school in the north of Tenerife. So, um, okay. yeah, so it's a beautiful place. I've you never come been. over and visit sometime. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I've never yeah. been. Yeah, so definitely, when, when we're allowed to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> this is it, yeah. I'm going to be jumping on the next flights so and things out, yeah. I <laughs> know. Wow. <laughs> um, so you're starting a podcast, so cool. Yeah, we started a podcast literally yesterday, so welcome to our Chit Chat podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Chit is actually spelled C-I-T as in Sanskrit for knowledge. Ah, very cool. So nice. it's like bringing yoga into the modern world and kind of some of the most modern topics. Mm. And today we will be discussing social media. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Which I think is really funny because um, I was just telling Sam how I call myself your stalker because of how we met. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Because, yeah, so for our listeners, by the way, um, the way that I met you was, well, first of all, I followed you in Instagram for like a year and I had no idea that you were London based. So when I went to London, you put your class schedule up on online, like on Instagram. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm in the city where she teaches. So I booked into Trip Space, which is an amazing space. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And um, in Dalston, no? Uh, yeah, Haggerston. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah Similar yeah. area. Yeah. And, um, and what's funny was I actually, which is kind of the interesting thing about social media, because I saw you on the overground and I was telling my girlfriend, like, I think that's her. I think that's like my total yoga idol. And she was like, say hi. I was like, I don't want to freak her out. So instead, I just decided to follow you to the studio. Oh. I remember I noticed you on the train and I was like, I'm sure this girl is looking at me. Because <laughs> it's at like, least knew why when I got there. <laughs> yeah, because when you're used to seeing someone like on a screen this big, it's like, I don't know, is it her? Is it not her? Yeah, yeah that person or not that person. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so it's funny because it's like, thanks to social media, I actually got to meet you and now like I've taken your classes. I'm obsessed with your classes. You've helped me so much. Um, so yeah, so it's like, it's a cool, that's why we really wanted to interview you because it's a cool way to tie in yeah. with the subject of yoga. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, so we have a few questions for you if you wouldn't mind 
answering. Answer. So the first one is, oh, this is a good one, actually. How long have you been on social media for and how did you start? Okay, so I was on social media for a long time without my own account. Like I had an account, but there was nothing on it. I didn't do anything on it, right? So that was like back in maybe 2012. It's funny because I had a uni project and I was looking at how photojournalists were using Instagram. And I did a whole like research project on it. And that was why I got on Instagram. And I was like, look, following all these photojournalists. And then somewhere I must have decided to look at the yogis. And then I came across all these yogis and like yogis were super popular, but it was kind of in the early days. And um, I remember I followed people like Beach Yoga Girl, Kerry Verner and Kino McGregor. Yeah. And uh, there were so many people and they were sharing tutorials and different things. And I actually learned a lot from them. Like I learned a lot of arm balances and stuff that you kind of wouldn't expect. But I really, I really liked it for that. Like, and then I remember when um, Kerry came over to the UK, she did a workshop at Indaba and I went to that workshop and I was kind of heading in. I'd never been to the studio before and someone else was heading in. I was like, are you coming for the workshop? She's like, yeah. She's like, I'm so excited. Like, you know, Kerry's like, Kerry's like famous. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is so funny because like, you know, we're following all these yoga teachers on Instagram and they're becoming famous. It's amazing. But it's a great way to connect, I think, with your teacher and you can find new teachers on there. So my Instagram, I created my account when I finished my teacher training, 2017. It was like September 2017. And um, I've had it ever since. And I felt like it was the thing to do. Like I felt like I needed to be on there if I was going to be teaching yoga. And um, yeah, and I think if you scroll back, it'll be like, you know, I definitely was a little bit like, what do I post? I don't know what to post. What do people want from me? But then I feel like I've definitely hit like a rhythm with it. And I know what I want to share, which is nice. Yeah. You've grown yeah. fast. Wow, that's incredible. Mm. Super, super great. Yeah, I'd like to jump in with, um, first of all, like, how are you, how are you feeling today physically? Like, how are your, your arms? Because I saw you, you posted something <laughs> yesterday with the kettlebells. I was like, yes, owning that. It was so, so physical. I feel okay. I'm actually, I'm not too bad. I did more today. I taught a class this morning at age 15, then I did some more stuff. So. Oh, wow. You're tenacious. <laughs> so much energy. Where do you get your energy from? I do have a lot of energy. I don't know. Quite an energetic person. Yeah, so I'd like to ask you a question, if, yeah. um, if you do not mind. Mm. Um, again, it kind of ties in a little bit with what you're saying. So again, we're, we're familiar with the time frame. You're saying you kind of started the the yoga account, as it were, from 2017. So yeah, just last... to touch on that. So you took your teach training in 2017. Were you practicing like much before that, or did you just kind of just I... jump straight in? And... No, I was practicing for ages. So I moved from the US to the UK in the summer of 2009. Mm. and big move and I kind of started doing yoga on DVDs so it was like at home on DVDs just doing my own thing and um, I used to Irish dance and that was very kind of I was in the competitive scene and it was very you know structured and I practiced a lot I it was like training you know you were doing serious wow. training so I didn't want to have to seriously train in yoga I wanted to take my own time and I was super casual for quite a few years and then I kind of experimented with going to a few classes and I didn't get into like super strong yoga until like what 20 
2013, 2014. And then I started going to like classes really regularly. Um, but no, I had like, I've had so many years of kind of practicing just at my own pace. And That's then I decided incredible. in 2017 to do my teacher training. And I'm glad I had like all that background because I know some people like do it and then they go straight into the training and it's like, they like kind of just bam straight into it. But I like that I had a lot yeah. of time. It's nice. For sure. No, yeah. I, I greatly admire that because um, I myself, was one of those people literally like as soon as i was sucked into the world of yoga it was kind of like right six months time first teacher training so uh, i can relate to that massively but yeah i respect (laughs) that you you took the time to hone in and your practice and develop it that's amazing um so would you have any advice for for new yogi instagrammers i'm myself um very very new to social media started last week so um what, what advice would you give for someone who is looking to build such an incredible fan base and following such as yours which is just incredible (laughs) um i think i would say to share what you like looking at on instagram or share kind of what you know the people that you follow why do you follow them what what is it about their content that interests you and then kind of think what could you share that would be of interest to people that follow you and i think it's also got to be authentic to you so it can't be something that you saw that someone else did you think you know I'm going, to, I'm going to try that. But I mean, you could always try it and then see, does that feel right for you or not? And I think maybe that makes sense. And it's finding your kind of path. So you kind of see what's valuable. But I think definitely for me, it's sharing kind of valuable content. It's usually tutorials or kind of flows, something that's like interesting to other people. So I don't, I share pictures sometimes, but not as much. I usually try and share something that's kind of valuable and interesting. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, your, your content's incredible. I was, I was recently exposed to to your page through um, through Margarita through through and I was just like wow I was blown away like just super strong and just the flows that you put together are just woof super super great I'm I'm a big fan so uh, yeah I'll be I'll definitely be uh, keeping uh, my eyes peeled. (laughs) (laughs) Inversions crew, I love the inversion crew. Need to get in I on love that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, just, I love inversions, and I feel like it's sometimes tricky to get your practice in in the class. You don't get that time to work on the things that you need to do. So then, if you kind of separate it and you just solely work on those inversions, you can then bring them back to your flow and kind of get them in there nicely. And I like the idea of doing it together as a group, have something fun to work on. Yeah, yeah awesome. they're the best. I live for those classes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so before you were mentioning, you know, like famous yogis on social media, like Instagram, like Kino Yoga, and we want to know who you look up to on social media in the yogi world. So I look up to, I got lots of people, I wrote some down, so I look like. Okay, yeah, together. we'll post them <laughs> on the screen for people to also follow. Yeah. I know you, you, you mention a lot Lizette Pompa, don't you? She's cool. She's, yeah, she's super strong. And she combines, I think, yoga with a lot of, like, weights and kettlebells. And, like The Rocks, the Block series, for me, is awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool as well. And it's just bringing in kind of different, like, strength aspects. I think it's, it does, you don't necessarily have to want that, but if you do want that, it's nice to bring that into your yoga practice and kind of attend a to, like, areas of the body that aren't really catered to in yoga. So maybe pulling, which is what she does with the weights and kind of 
using a little bit more strength and I really like that. And sim um, similar to her is Jenny Rawlings, who I follow, super creative sequences, and again, very strength-based and actually very research-based. So she kind of, she'll take scientific research, knowledge on, on yoga, and then bring it into her work, into these flows that she creates, into the tutorials that she's sharing on Instagram. And it's really nice to have like proper scientific knowledge being brought to something. I think it's great. So I love her. Who else do I love? Um, yeah, sorry. I think the rock the block is that Jenny Rawlings then. Did I just make a complete mistake? No, no, no. Lizette does that. I think, um, I think there's a few of them that do that. I don't know if they all do, do it together, but there's definitely lots of them that do those type of things. Um, and then who else? Patrick Beach and Carling Harps. I trained with them. I think they're really great. Oh, wow. um, super strong practitioners and just really down to earth lovely people um, Nikki Silverman she's solo yogi on Instagram she's an amazing mover if you go and check out her page absolutely amazing and I trained with her she's brilliant um, who else Megan Curry I love again amazing mover kind of different very fluid um, and when you kind of do a workshop with her, you kind of get into a really embodied kind of meditative state, but like through movement. It's really nice. Amazing. Cool. But there's so many cool people. And I love it for that because you don't know of them without being on there. Right. Otherwise you're kind of stuck in your like local bubble and it's nice that it's just brought it international. Oh yeah, totally. I love, yeah, it's really helped kind of get to know people around the whole world within the world of of yoga yeah it's amazing i love it sam are you there i'm still here yeah and no, i'm just listening intently <laughs> i'm loving this i'm just taking it all in i'm absorbing um, i'm with yeah i'm totally into this i'm just like oh <laughs> just geeking out on all of this i'm like oh this is so cool i can't wait to listen to this again i'm just like Notes, notes, notes. Yeah, for sure. I love it. It's so good. Um, so, Ema, how would you say this this present situation again? That again, it's a very challenging time for all of us. This current sort of pandemic, as it's labelled. Um, how do you think this has helped you with your own practice and in terms of teaching in regards to social media? I think. So I've been teaching live classes on Zoom um, and it's kind of, kind of, we jumped straight into it because the studio that I was teaching for, she was like, let's do it. And so I just went straight into it. And it was funny because when I taught my first one, I was nervous. It was like, it was like teaching my first class again. You get that feeling of like, oh, how is this going to go? And it's quite different to teaching in a class because you've not got that energy of the people that are there. You can't directly see them and kind of correct them. You've got to demo a lot more. So it's quite different, but now I'm very used to it. And it's nice to see everyone. It's nice to be able to connect to everyone because if we didn't have this, we wouldn't be able to do yoga with each other like that for however long. So I think that's amazing. And then I've also had people from all over California, Brussels, like different people taking my class who wouldn't be able to take my class and, and Marguerite as well. And it's just nice. I've got some like pinging coming in. Able to connect with different people that you wouldn't be able to. So I've, I've liked it. It is really nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, that's great. Is it something do you think that you will continue with once, um, for example, 
when we're allowed to go back to our studios? Is it something that you're now going to be like, hmm, okay, maybe? I was maybe. thinking about that. Yeah, I was thinking about whether there would be interest in it. Um, please, so. please. If there, if there is, I would love to. Oh, so I think sure. it, yeah, it, would, it would definitely depend on whether there's still interest and I would love to do it. Well, um, I, for one, am definitely interested. Again, I, I yeah. spoke to you briefly yesterday, like just messaging saying like, look, I really want to take your classes and I'm, I'm going to be there for sure. Um, so um, we're really going to like push it for you. Again, we just, uh, we love, love the energy that you're really just kind of just transmitting and sharing with everyone. So it's fully appreciated. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, I would love to. Nice. yeah totally um so last question which kind of ties into all of this is after coronavirus kind of where do you see yourself in the future and how do you think you know future technologies or social media is gonna help tie into that mm -hmm. like it's a tricky one <laughs> i always feel like that's a tricky one big planning um but i mean i would like to be able to connect more with an international audience which i've found from this i've had messages from different people being like oh i'm in california can i take your inversion cruise session and but the times didn't suit so i was like so that's one thing that maybe i need to think about like doing some online classes that i could you know put out to people that they can take at any time and i would love to do that i know some people um, that I follow have big online libraries of classes and I think that's a nice thing to do as well to be able to reach a wider amount of people but I have to see Let's see how I go I would I love, love that you know you can always count on your stalker to follow anything that you do <laughs> oh, that's so good well now you've got a second stalker my lovely co-host oh for sure yeah, I'm, I'm just i'm consumed by all of this now i'm like wow 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 i was like checking out your page yesterday i was like oh this is so cool this is so cool just so inspirational i love it and um yeah i'm definitely gonna be nice to hear really nice passing your your information on to to my students as well so um, i'm sure they'll be all over this <laughs> It's amazing. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for asking me. Oh, thank you so much for being part of this and uh, and for your classes and just for your presence and everything. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. So nice. Yeah, to so so generous. Thank you so much for taking the time. It's really appreciated. So, thank you, thank you so so much. I'll see you in class. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Stay safe. Thanks, you too. Thank you, Ema. Thank you so Bye. much. Bye. Take care. Bye. Okay, wow. That was so interesting. I love her. I think she's awesome. You're so, so right. I'm so glad that you um, stalked this wonderful woman. <laughs> Turns out stalking has some benefits after all. There we go. <laughs> We're not condoning stalking for those of you that are listening, just saying that, you know, it's a healthy stalk, okay? So don't go messing about with all that stuff now. We're not condoning that. That's just naughty, naughty, naughty. Yes, no, true. None of that. No, it was funny because I remember we were in... So basically, as I said, when we were talking to her, I kind of followed her from the overground to the studio. And then mm. she was like sitting down just waiting for her class to start. And I go to the studio owner and I was like, is that Emer Kelly? And the studio owner's like, yeah, because I was like, I need somebody to confirm this. So I walk up to her and I was like, oh my God, I follow you on Instagram. And like, I, I love everything that you do and la la la. 
Oh. And she was just, I think, taken aback. But and then I was like, "Can we take a picture together? I need to post this on my stories." She's so genuine. Like, I'm, I'm so glad that, um, that you had this idea of, of asking her. And she's so, so generous and kind. So thank you again to, to Emo. That was, it was lovely of her to share again her time. Probably with again a very, very busy like schedule as well. But that's so cool. I'm yeah, Emer, thank you so much. And for anybody who's interested, I will post her Instagram handle um, here as well. And um, she does a lot of classes on Zoom and she's doing this great class that I do on the weekends, which is the Inversions Crew, which is what we were talking about <clears throat> with her in the conversation. Um, you know, she's London based. And unless you're in London, you can't really take part in these classes. But Unfortunately, thanks to coronavirus, um, we were able to, or she was able to open up her classes to people worldwide. And so it's really cool to be able to be part of it. Oh, it's incredible. I'm, I'm such a fan and I'm, I'm really opening up to this whole social media thing in general. I was on the fence, as I'm sure I've shared with you in the past. Let's share with this with my students as well. Yeah, like I wanna know why, what is your fear of, of social media? Like why were you on the fence for so long? I think from my point of view, it's the fear of someone getting injured. So um, applying that to posts from yogis who are incredible, like super, super flexible and really strong. And I've kind of, I don't know, I've kind of shot myself in the foot, so to speak, with one of my, my videos that I posted recently. It, it kind of demonstrated what I've always been fearful of, and I say this to my, my students, is to really not try to imitate things that you're seeing online, unless of course you have like a very perhaps strong foundation, good fundamentals within your practice. So I think for me, it was the fear that people will try to imitate what they see we have this mentality where we're like, oh, that looks just so appealing and attractive to me. I want to do this. And, you know, there are many instances where people aren't even doing the, the basics of warming up, preparing their body for that kind of extreme openness that the body requires, perhaps that they don't even have. Diving into something like that and then wondering why that they have knee pain or they pull a hamstring or anything of that nature it can be really, really scary so it was mainly from that that approach but in terms yeah. of marketing i think it's beautiful and i think you are a really great example of how marketing through social media can make a brand and business grow right oh thanks um yeah you make a really good point about worried that people are going to injure themselves. In fact, if you follow me on YouTube, you will know that I have a disclaimer beneath every single video, including this one that says, yeah. if you're going to try and do something physical, you need to have a little bit of smarts with it. Like obviously, um, if I've never ever done a headstand before, I'm not just going to go into it. Um, you know, I'm going to make sure I've got my shoulders warmed up. I'm going to go against a wall. It's not like I'm going to, you know, crazily jump into something. But I think you're right. There's always like this fear that someone's going to hold you responsible for their injury. But that kind of is the same with any yoga studio. I mean, 
for all of the yoga teachers out there listening to us, if you don't have kind of weaver forms or papers that people fill out before they do your class, make sure that you do because um, sometimes you can be with the person and correct them and try and guide them through it, but they'll have a history of an injury or they'll just be a little bit careless in how they do the posture and they'll still end up hurting themselves and that has nothing to do with you. So I get where you're coming from with that insecurity, but with regards to yoga being a means for marketing, 100%, like it's unfortunately the way it is because it's kind of like, you don't really want to be the show off and be like, look, this is what I do. But I also think as yoga teachers, there's so many people offering yoga and it's kind of like yeah. well this is how i do yoga no because i find that there's no two teachers that do the same class in the same style in the same way and so you kind of have to sell yourself that sounds bad but it's kind of like a, a psychiatrist yeah if you go to a psychiatrist not every single person is going to click with you the same way with friends no and so i feel like being able to show what you do on social media is like a little bit of a, a taster of what your style of yoga is. Does that make any sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense to me. And it's, it's interesting that you say, um, you know, showing off and being flashy. Um, I think it can be done in such a tasteful way. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not a complete skeptic um, in regards to the whole promotion. I just think, um, just going back briefly to what I was saying, it's um, just our responsibility as teachers just to ensure, as you so lovely and beautifully put with a disclaimer, I think that's just, is crucial. But people need to take responsibility for their own practice for themselves. Um, so it's as you say, you know, we can't be there to hold their hands all the time. Um, but I think, you know, equally, we can take some time as well to, touch upon yoga as a whole because it's not just the asana practice as you've also mentioned as well we've had many a conversation regarding this i think if we can still keep the traditions of yoga alive the beauty of the philosophy that's been passed down from again this this parampara this this lineage from teacher to student and this kind of snowball effect of knowledge and wisdom i think we need to keep it alive i think that's something that I think potentially runs a risk. Although, as you say, I think, you know, we have to go with the times. Yoga has to evolve. We can't be stuck in this super traditional approach because there are many postures, for example, that have um, evolved and had to adapt in terms of alignment. The more that we begin to explore and understand about the, the physical body, the more we actually realize that a lot of these postures in the old, old texts, like the Hatha Yoga Pradipika, which covers asanas and postures, they need to be updated because our bodies, we're not used to, to working in um, a traditional sense. You know, many of us don't sit on the floors like all of these um, ancient yogis used to they had no chairs they had no comfort and luxury of all of this furniture that we have their bodies were already presumably open in such a manner that would allow them to do this and it takes many a year to do so so 
it's a fine line with traditional and modernization i think what do you what do you think about it yeah that's super interesting you triggered an idea um when you said something about it well because I, I was talking about disclaimer and then you mentioned you know it's important to have a disclaimer but it would be so amazing to also have an emotional disclaimer connected with some asana pictures because as you said you know yoga isn't just the asana yoga is what you feel when you're in the asana and so it would be amazing if you had like a little warning sign of you know ushtrasana camel your heart is exposed you're super open what do you feel like you're you're giving love to the whole world like a little emotional disclaimer you might feel really emotional or vulnerable I love that. That's beautiful. That's really cool. Let's do it. Let's do an emotional catalog. An emotional with, uh... I love it. Yeah. What are you feeling in the here and now? Yeah. The post that I, I shared today kind of touches upon that a bit, but that's gorgeous. I love that. It's a really nice approach. We should do more of that. Yeah. And I also, I recently read on social media because as you said, it's like, you know you see a lot of things that you want to copy so a lot of that stuff is the crazy stuff like nobody really sees uh, you know cobra or or just a upward facing dog and thinks i really want to do that a lot of people look at handstands and headstands and all of the crazy stuff and think i want to do that i want to do flying crow i want to do you know like flying lizard and all that and so mm, i saw a post that said just when the asana becomes uncomfortable is actually when the asana begins because it's just when your your body kind of gets into the position that your mind and your heart really start to feel what does this posture actually do to me on the inside not on the outside you know mm. it's interesting it's a really cool um take on that um and yeah I, I think there is definitely a fine line by um identifying what feels comfortable and uncomfortable again if you're referring it to what the texts always say you know the shtira sukkam asanam asana should be steady and comfortable um i think naturally there has to be some leeway with that there is by many means going to be that first state of discomfort that we feel if we're exploring and progressing and evolving with our practice so it's, it's as you say you know it's that fine line of identifying what's maybe a, a comfortable discomfort as opposed to your body screaming going you should not be in this posture but yeah there's just you know a switch off for that and they ignore all signs yeah and i think that's even more applicable in a lot of flexibility um, positions like Hanumanasana, which is known also as the splits, things like that. A lot of people are like, oh, how do I do that? I want to get into that. Whereas it's like an inflexibility in your body a lot of the times is kind of reflecting an inflexibility within yourself in some way, whether it's a closed mind or a closed heart but normally where you find yourself a little bit rigid and maybe i'm using this asana like hanumanasana is a bit extreme because it is a really hard position um oh yeah but yeah you're right it's kind of like i think a lot of yoga teachers 
forget that the people that they have in front, like their students, aren't going to be able to do the advanced stuff right away. So you have to, you know, be really empathetic to, yeah, this position is really painful and uncomfortable and you have to warm up into it. Yeah, I, I like um, the example you gave there. So um, for those of you that are interested in the, the splits, the front splits, Arati has like the most gorgeous little um, like posts on that. You you have many, many posts with like this lovely display of like flexibility, but it's in such a tasteful way. And you actually have these posts that explain all the preparations to get into it. So I strongly advise anyone who's interested in exploring the, the front splits, which is again, a pursuit that many people wish to explore. There's no harm in that, but do it in a safe manner. So go to Arti's Facebook page. Um, there's a beautiful number of posts um, about that, about really how to like prepare and to get into it safely. I think you, I think you demonstrate that beautifully. And again, you just have such a, a gorgeous Asana practice in terms of flexibility. I just want to touch on that. Like how, how long would you say it's taken you to, to develop that kind of flexibility because i'm sure there are many people listening to this that are in the pursuit that quest the journey to get to that sort of stage of just being able to you know maybe just warm up a little bit and you're in the splits immediately uh what yeah kind of that's prep and time frame has it really taken for you to get there uh thanks yeah thank you so much for your lovely comments you're always so kind um yeah just, i mean <laughs> that's a question I get a lot like especially from kids a lot of girls who are doing um you know gymnastics and rhythmic gymnastics which I never did by the way as a kid I wish I had because that would have prepped me for yoga brilliantly but um no I think a lot of people and this is also connected to something that I wanted to discuss with you a lot of people see the position they see the asana and they think how do I get there and that's kind of the wrong way to go about it. So I actually messaged my, um, my, uh, you know, another one of my social media, like, oh, I just love you. Um, <laughs> so it's this lovely girl in Paris. She's actually a pole dance teacher like me, but she's also a yoga teacher and she's a contortionist. Like she can totally, you know, like lick her toes. <laughs> all the way behind her back and um i always you know look at her for inspiration and i i once asked her like what is your trick and she said three things the first one is you have to be warm don't think that you're gonna get into a really flexy position when you're cold because you're gonna break yourself and then once you break there's no going back so always make sure that when you're getting into something flexy, you're warming up for it. Second thing is the breath. So it's never going to be, you know, like nothing is coincidence. Nothing is careless. Every time you're exhaling, you're letting your body get that little bit deeper into the stretch. So pranayams actually are going to be really helpful for any part of flexi that you're going to be doing. And then the third part is patience unfortunately this will not happen overnight so you just have to be patient and try and practice a little bit every day but have faith that it will it will happen for you i 
I, when I met you in 2017, I don't think that my splits was as strong as it is now, but it's probably because I do it every single day mm. and I hold it. So it's, you know, I mean, you have to be kind to yourself. Don't force it. Yeah. No, thank you so much for sharing that. I, I know that I know for a fact there will be people listening to this that will have just had that light bulb moment just kind of just bing. wow okay it's so good to, to hear that so now i appreciate you sharing that that's very very kind oh no thank um, you and i actually no. sorry if i interrupt you as our listeners love to notice that i do that all the time um no, no i wanted to talk to you actually a few weeks ago when you were in india i actually messaged you with this question because my you know, uh, insecurities in social media are the same as anybody else's. And I remember our, you know, yoga mother, Radhika, who's like my guru, <laughs> my total like yoga mom, um, was commenting once when she saw my Instagram account or my Facebook account or something. And she said, you know, I, I feel like you show off a lot on Instagram and you kind of forget that there's a whole spiritual practice behind all of the postures. Mm. And it made me think like, that's true. You're right. But going back to the whole marketing and yoga and social media being that platform to be able to sell yourself a little bit is I, it's really hard for me to show what I feel when I'm in the posture, unless you read the description that I write underneath, um, you know, cause some positions are really thought provoking, but yeah. also like people kind of want to see what you do and want to see what you're able to do. And it's funny because I'm always in two minds, like, should I post this? Should I not post it? And then when I do, I almost always get a new student who says, Hey, I saw, you know, that you were doing this and teaching this flow in your class. And I, I really want you to teach me. And so it's, it's kind of, I remember I was messaging you while you were in India going like, is it okay for me to be doing this on social media? Do I seem to fuck up? <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I always love it when um, anyone reaches out in general when it comes to things like that i think it's just so sweet that um that we can share this again our opinions and thoughts regarding any topic so it's, it's always amazing when uh, something is shared with me i love it i try to give my <laughs> my honest opinion always to all of you know my friends and students um but yeah i mean i i have been following your your account for a, a long time and i've never deemed yours to be kind of like flashy or very kind of like you know gaudy and be like look at me la -di -da. it's it's never been about that because you always um so beautifully tie in these these quotes you know like Eckhart Tolle and i see lots of philosophy going into your posts and you really keep the essence and the the beauty of yoga um like really tied in with that and you can see that there's a differentiation you know with um the posts that you have you know regarding the aerial or the, the pole dancing you know it's it is separate you can't um 
one can't fixate on one thing and go, yeah, but she's doing this and then she's doing this with yoga. They, they are they are linked in some way, but they are separate. It's different worlds. And as you say beautifully, it's allowed you to gain um, like more students, which is so important for small independent businesses. Again, you're working as a self-employed um, yoga teacher, pole dance instructor, aerial, you're doing so much. And I, I respect and admire that massively. And it's something that I have to also realize is just the way that the world is moving. We have to go with the times. And we, I, I would be extremely ignorant if I just shunned all social media and go, well, no, because it's, it's losing the essence of yoga. Perhaps in some small way it is, but I think slowly but surely I'm, I'm definitely opening more to it from speaking to yourself and from, you know, to Ema as well. It's the way forward, um, but used in the correct manner. Yeah, that's put really beautifully. So I have a question for you. Um, let's try and think positively, positively. I messed that up. Let's try and think positively um, with social media. What kind of, um, where would you like social media to help you? Like, where do you see yourself? Let's, let's ask you the same question that we asked Emer. Where do you see yourself in the future and how do you see social media helping you? I love that. That's sweet for you to kind of bring it back to me. <laughs> um, I would love to, to grow um, perhaps form some kind of brand that would be nice not in terms of um, this big marketing thing I mean I would love to have my own Shala in addition to, to teaching at Gayatri in Tenerife that would be lovely and it's somewhere that I would like to apply um, maybe a little bit more essence of, of what I'm about um, through my teaching as well. Can you explain what a shala is, just for those who oh, don't know? Yeah. yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate the. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that because I'm often just throwing out these words. So a shala would, in sort of modern approach, be like a practice space. So a shala is a space in which one would practice, and then you have maybe some of you know um, ashrams, which uh, often like a tie-in of like a temple, but you actually live in the same building or grounds within the, the shala will be inclusive of the ashram. So it's more of a, a live-in space. So some of you might have seen, um, what's it called? The film with Julia Roberts is like love, eat, pray, eat, love, eat, right? pray, love. So she stays in an ashram there. Um, I love that film, by the way. It's really cool. I was like, I was really uh, moved by that. It's a beautiful thing anything about love is like oh <laughs> I could talk about films for a while so I'll come back to it but that's an ashram so a shala in essence is um it's usually in modern society deemed as a practice space it's nice if you've got some kind of area within that practice space to bring the essence of spirituality into it so maybe that's something we can talk about at another stage spirituality and how that is important it has nothing to do with religion as well um, but again, I feel like I'm digressing and moving into another topic, which again will open up a whole can of worms questions. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would like to ideally um, try and gain um, 
some students of my my own if i'm eventually looking at opening this, this charlotte this practice space that would be would be great and i'd like to maybe take yoga a little bit more globally so doing workshops that would be would be very very nice but in terms of like long-term plans i don't really have my eyes on the on the future too much i'm kind of just taking it day by day and just just going with what's coming to me energetically and um yeah just really trying to live in the moment but yeah i would probably be lying to myself if i didn't say that i had you know perhaps an aspiration to to have my own space where i could share this i don't know samaste yoga or something that'd be cool that'd be nice what about you lunch uh oh, question open go to on. our listeners and our viewers because yeah. I've actually asked you when we discussed doing the podcast, this is one of my requests. I said, if you're willing to teach even online, like I, I'm the first person signing up for your class. Oh, um, and so, so I'd, I'd love to open it up to the rest of our listeners because I'm sure loads of people would also love, like even if it was a once a month on a Sunday, do you know what I mean? Like uh, Ashtanga with Ananji, I would like so be down for that. So let's have a vote. Let's have people message us oh, cool. find out. <laughs> wow, thank you so much. I'm forcing it's you to do it. <laughs> no, it's just, you don't have to force me to do anything. I just, you know, um, oh, it's so lovely. I think, um, yeah, if anyone's interested, by all means. And, um, you know, I'm always happy to do anything regarding yoga. I love sharing. So. Uh, Wow, no, thank you. That's really sweet. I think that's a great note to end on. Let's leave it on the open vote. Would you take Anand's online class? Oh, bless you. Wow. Yes or no? Please vote we now. See. We shall see. Uh, <laughs> very, very sweet. No, thank you so much. That's a really, really gorgeous thing to say. And um, I just want to just briefly add as well, like, please, please support, like, small local businesses. Again, for those of you that don't know, like Margarita Arti is, um, she's teaching classes for free. Um, I just want to touch on that very, very, very quickly. And I, I couldn't be more proud of her for doing that. I know that she's had maybe a bit of stick from some yoga teachers saying, well, how in your right mind could you offer your teaching practices, something you've studied and put lots of time and energy into? Yes, she has, she's done very well and she puts the effort and energy into it, but I don't think there is anything more beautiful than sharing in this world. And she's just doing this selflessly. There's no expectation. She's not charging for this. She's committed and taking her time to do this multiple times per day. So please take the time to support her. It's, it's a gorgeous thing. And I could not admire that more than anything i think it's just such a beautiful thing that she's doing so i just wanted to just give her like really you know so much props and love for that it's it's amazing to see people like you just sharing with there's no there's no greed there's no tie-in for anything there it's like it's selfless it's just purely oh authentic. thank you so much ananji that means so much that is really touching thank you for your kind words yeah i mean for anybody who's interested um because the classes that I do for free online 
are in Spanish, unfortunately. But if I find that enough uh, English speakers are interested, I'll definitely offer for them as well. I just think during this uh, really frustrating time for everyone, people have lost their jobs, like we're all at home and it's really easy to get lazy not just physically, but also mentally to get into kind of like a downer type of mental space. So I thought I wanted to give back to my, you know, yoga community any way that I could, which is I offer half an hour um, every day from Monday to Friday on Facebook. I'll put all of the links, you know, um, again, all of this information is on my uh, website, www.loveyoga.fit. But, um, but thank you so much. Cause that means like from my first ever teacher coming from you, that's a huge compliment. There's, there's nothing, um, more rewarding than seeing anyone that I've connected with succeed and grow. And I just think, you're such a beautiful person inside and out and you're just so so giving and it's just i couldn't be happier i'm, I'm just so proud of you honestly so it has to be no i mean it from the bottom of my heart really just such that's it's, it's such a gorgeous thing that you're doing and i just support it fully so um you know for those of you that don't agree with that fair enough but come on get with the times she's she's doing this for nothing so uh you know, get behind her, show the love and support that she deserves. Oh, thank you so much, NNG. Um, yeah, like I, as well, I'm really happy that we're doing this and we are using social media platforms to put ourselves out there and to help anyone that we can. Again, like anybody who wants to get in touch with us, we've got an email if they want to ask us any questions, whether they're yoga or non-yoga related. Please be kind. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, just a massive thank you for doing this with me as well. Oh no, it's it's an honor. It's a privilege, and I couldn't be happier. I love this. It's um, it's such a beautiful gift that you've presented to me. And um, if anyone's interested by any of the things that we have to say, then just thank you so much for listening and taking your time. But no I, I just i love this cause it's such a beautiful beautiful thing and it's it's just something that i fully invest my my energy and support with so um no i thank you i thank you for inviting me so as always well thank you so thank you to everyone it's a huge thanks to Emer kelly for joining us on this uh yes, episode you. of uh chit chat podcast regarding social media and um, we will see everybody and talk to everybody very soon. Yes, hope to hear from many of you or some of you, even one or two. Come on, reach out to us. Don't be shy. We'll give you a shout out as well. So uh, <laughs> and if you have, you know, social media tags, feel free to put them in there dedicated to this episode only. So we'll give you a shout out as well. Support you and follow you and stuff as well. So, you know, if you're happy to help, we're more than happy to help regardless of that so um yeah please get in touch awesome awesome so thank you so much big love thank to you all. so much namaste, namaste.